Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey there. Hello to you today. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm incredibly grateful for all who listen. And I got to say, a couple of episodes ago, I think I must have touched on something that maybe a whole lot of us are dealing with right now. I talked about James chapter four and how God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And, um, you know, really, I just looked at several verses from that portion of the Bible. I was pretty blunt, I felt like, and I was honestly, I was kind of concerned that I could be offensive to some new listeners. But the opposite actually seemed to happen. I had some record-setting download days, new listeners and record numbers, and a reach globally for that particular episode that went far, far beyond the norm for this show. That is super interesting to me. So I'm guessing that people are feeling the same way all around the world. We just need more and more of Jesus as this world gets darker and darker. And I'm presuming that that's why that episode on James chapter 4 was listened to in record numbers. I think people want the straight truth from God's word. Not all prettied up, but just what does it say and how can I live a life of belief? How can I pray big and bold prayers based on God's word in this day and age, in this era, right now where we find ourselves living? Because we don't need to hear that it's all going to be okay. Just wait for the next election or the next economic boom or the next whatever that this world has to offer. We need to know that Jesus is always, always the answer. And he is. And he is, whatever the problem might be. We need encouragement from the word of God because these last couple of years have been so incredibly hard in ways we have not experienced hardship before on a global, worldwide scale. And so much of what changed in 2020 has not gone back to normal. I don't honestly think we're going to get all of that old life back. We're here now. And just as it was in Daniel's time, the writing is on the wall. What we need to do with the reality that we face now, well, what we do with it is really up to us. But as disciples of Jesus, I think we need to stand firmly on the word of God. And we don't need it sugarcoated or gussied up or added to. We need Jesus. We need the spirit of the living God guiding us daily moment by moment. We need the truths that we find in the pages of our Bible, and we need to be a people of prayer. That's what we need. And I think I caught a glimpse of how needed that is when I saw the response to episode number 126 of the Burt Notterney Show. So I got to follow where the Holy Spirit is leading, and I am going to do that. Today's episode is kind of step one of me following. More steps to come after that. Um, I don't want to serve up things that are not what is most needed in your life right now. So I'm going to share God's word via the show. And I'm praying about a second podcast tentatively called The Prayer Podcast with Jan Elbert, because 
you know, that's um, that's kind of a broad title for a show. And in case it's already another podcast title, I think I'm going to just go ahead and throw my name in there to not step on somebody else's toes. Um, I believe God's calling me at this point in time to keep on hosting the Burt.Ernie show and talking about God's promises in a way that will be frank and honest and hopefully helpful and encouraging in this day and age with the particular struggles that we're facing right now. And add a secondary podcast to share Bible verses and to pray, like actually just pray on that podcast, praying very specific things based on what the Bible says, based on the Word of God. I'd love to hear from you about this, what you think. And if you leave a comment directly on the podcast, um, the thing is, I don't get direct notifications from all the varied platforms. Like if you listen on Apple, I don't I don't get notifications about comments or Spotify or um Alexa music or wherever you might listen, but you can leave a comment on the Podbean page for the Burt Not Ernie show since that's the host, or you can email me your thoughts at my email, janlbert at outlook.com, just my name, J-A-N, middle initial L-B-U-R-T at outlook.com. I would love to hear from you. I'm looking forward to hearing from you, in fact, and looking forward to praying for you on the new show. But this show, it's not going anywhere. The Burt Not Ernie Show is here to stay. So let's dig into Psalm 18. You're listening to the Burt Not Ernie Show podcast, part of the Spark Network, now playing in the Edify app. This is episode number 128. Okay, today I'm going to read verses 31. Um, let's see, 31 through, I think, 36 of this psalm. Yeah, that sounds right, through 36. I had to check on that. Sorry about that. Um, and I'm referencing the Amplified Bible today. So how about you just listen as I read, and then we're going to do a, a deep dive into these verses. For who is God but the Lord? Or who is a rock except our God? The God who encircles me with strength and makes my way blameless. He makes my feet like hinds feet, able to stand firmly and tread safely on paths of testing and trouble. He sets me securely upon my high places. He trains my hands for war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation and your right hand upholds and sustains me. Your gentleness, your gracious response when I pray makes me great. You enlarge the path beneath me and make my steps secure so that my feet will not slip. Okay, these verses, man, they pull no punches when they state that there is one God and he is a rock for us. The only God is the God of the Bible. That's offensive to so many people today, but I'm pretty sure it has always been kind of offensive. We want, by nature, to have the approval, the approval of others, when we go our own way and do our own thing. We want to go our own way, we want to do our own thing, but we want the approval of others when we go our own way and do our own thing. But the God of the Bible, he just doesn't allow us that luxury. He's not going to just give us his approval to do whatever we want, whenever we want. For who is God but the Lord? If he is Lord, then isn't there lordship? There is territory under his jurisdiction. I want you to think about that for a second. That territory is the whole of our lives, the whole of our hearts. That's just the way it is when we follow Jesus. Lordship matters. It's not a terrible idea to regularly remind ourselves that Jesus is Lord of all and that we most certainly are not. Then to live like that's the truth. When you bump up against something, 
a desire or, you know, some speck or more than a speck of greed or selfishness. Remember who the Lord is, right? Remember who he is. Remember who's Lord and remember who's not Lord. Our God is our rock and he encircles us with his strength and makes our way blameless. That does not really happen when we're living in our own strength. Because then God is not encircling us with his strength, right? Like if I'm living in my own strength, I'm not, I'm not allowing him to encircle me with his strength. Look, I don't want to miss out on his strength encircling me. That sounds pretty cool, pretty remarkable, pretty awesome. I want that. You know, my best Napoleon Dynamite, the lady with the looking at the, the knockoff Tupperware. I want that when she wants the fake boat, I, boat as, the, as the prize for buying more Tupperware, whatever, or whatever it is. Don't they call it crapperware in there or something? It's crazy. So anyway, I, I totally digress. But her, her little voice is what echoes in my mind when I think I want that. I want that. Yeah, I want God's strength encircling me. I want that. If that means I have to lay down my strength, so be it. I'm all about it. I want my way to be blameless, especially the older that I get. You know, the ickier this world gets. When I study Matthew 24, Mark 13, for example, and I see things that for sure fit the description that Jesus gave as birth pangs, I don't read those chapters and think, gee, I wonder if I can goof around and not take the word of God seriously, just do my own thing, put my head in the sand. Or maybe I need to dig in and pray with fervency. Maybe I need to keep really short accounts with the Lord, like be a repentant person. Listen to him when the Holy Spirit convicts me that something I said was wrong, that the way I behaved was wrong, that I'm sinning in some way. Even that, you know, like, hey, don't think like that. Don't think like that. Don't think negatively of people or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, when you read Romans 14 and you go, oh, oh, man, the conviction is pouring on me. It's pouring on me. I want to get in line with him and keep a short account with him. It's really important to me to do that the older that I get. I don't want to be like, gee, I wonder if I can read my Bible and then totally flake out on what it actually says. Gee, can I do that and still expect God to make my way blameless? No. No, I cannot. If I want God to make my way, which is the entirety of my life, the whole of all the individual aspects and parts of my actual life, the way that I'm living it, if I want God to make my way blameless, I cannot refuse to believe the Bible. I just can't. I can't lapse in my praying, my communication, my conversation with the God Most High. I cannot forsake the gathering together of the saints. I cannot run around sinning, sinning all day long, you know, like blatantly thumbing my nose at my Savior and think I'm going to get this blameless life kind of guidance. What do we really want? Like the most, what do we want the most? Some people, they really want success. They want comfort. They want prosperity. They want things that may not be God's ideal for them. Do we want holiness unto the Lord? Do we want to know the word of God so well that any attempt at deception will be noticed right away? Like we'll notice it right away. Do we want that? Do we want his church to grow, to thrive, to mature? Our individual churches we attend on Sundays. And then think of every believing, Bible-believing church in your community, in your state, in your nation, and around the world, the Big C Church. Do we want his church to grow and thrive and mature? Or do we mostly want things that are all about us? The all about me, myself, and I lifestyle, it really does not fit well with Jesus' call 
on our lives. Does it? No, it doesn't. That's a rhetorical question. You know the answer as well as I do. You want God to lead you in the way that is blameless? I hope so. I believe God wants us to want that. And that's why it's in the Bible for us to read and to apply. Like we read it and it changes us because because God intends for us to be continually bettered and made more like his son, Jesus. We are being sanctified, or at least hopefully we are. That's That should be the goal. Okay, verse 33. Oh, we have got, we have got a promise here, my friend. This is good, good stuff for us right now. In this funky kind of world since 2020, things turned upside down, and they have not been turned right side up again, you know? Like, this is the kind of promise we need, Psalm 18, verse 33. Like oxygen, we got to have it. And what do you know? God provides what we really, really need. It says, he makes my feet like hinds feet, able to stand firmly and tread safely on paths of testing and trouble. He sets me securely upon my high places. Yep, that's what we need to be made steady and firm, sure-footed in the way that only our God can do. My prayer as I've been working on this episode, my prayer has been that you and I, that will be given hinds feet, that we will be able to stand firmly, not wavering, not waffling, not unsteady in any way, shape, or form, but steadied and standing steady because God makes us that way, treading safely on paths that can only be called difficult, paths of testing, paths of trouble. Does that sound familiar at all? Anybody else, anybody else have any times of testing and trouble the last couple of years? It's familiar to me. It sounds like life on planet Earth these days. You know, did you blink? Did you just now blink? Guess what? Wouldn't you know it? More bad news could be coming at you just because you you missed it in the blink of an eye. Like literally that feels like how we live some days. If I'm going to stand in faith and pray big, bold, daring prayers on behalf of my friends, my family, my loved ones in their hard places. I have to be able to stand firmly and tread safely. This is the promise of verse 33 from Psalm 18. This is a keeper. Yes, it is a keeper. We we need to grab this, believe it, hold on to it. It goes on to say in Psalm 18 that God sets us securely on our high places. Securely. Securely. I want you to think about that for one second. Think about that word securely. That's the need of the hour, isn't it? And as always, God shows up, God shows off, God shows out, and he meets our needs. I've said this before, but it's worth saying again as kind of a reminder. God has not abdicated his throne. He is large and in charge, and he is not going to give any quarter to the enemy. He just won't. He intends to make our feet like hinds feet. We will be able to handle this stuff because he will equip us. The Holy Spirit, he's never going to lie down on the job. You are in good hands, my friend. You're in good friends, in good hands. And, um, you know, thank God that doesn't just mean you have all state insurance, right? You are really in good hands. The hands with the nail scars are the hands that you are in. You will be set securely upon your high places. Things will be under your feet because the Lord has put you securely atop them. Verse 34 says that God trains your hands for war so your arms can bend a bow of bronze. He'll equip you for the fight. And there is a fight. Of course there's a fight because Satan is on the prowl, seeking whom he may devour, is what it says in, I think, 1 Peter 5. 
not whom he may snarl at, but devour. So God gets us ready. He gives us promises. He strengthens us. He never abandons us or forgets about us. If he is doing the work of training your hands for war, let him. Let him do that work in you and through you. How do you become a prayer warrior? By warring in prayer. How do you become a prayer warrior? By going to battle in prayer. And that really only happens in hard times. You don't start battling in prayer if life is just a breeze. Let yourself be readied for the fight. Allow God to do the good work in you that he is aiming to accomplish. Run your race, but run it well. You know what I mean? Don't, don't apply the loser's limp as soon as it gets hard and say, oh, I just did the best I could, but it's hard and I'm not feeling it. Run so as to win the prize, it says in the New Testament. The Apostle Paul wrote that. Run your race and I'll be here spurring you on, reminding you that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Verse 35 of Psalm 18 says, You have also given me the shield of your salvation, and your right hand upholds and sustains me. Your gentleness, your gracious response when I pray makes me great. And verse 36, You enlarge the path beneath me and make my steps secure so that my feet will not slip, will not slip. Those are the last two verses we're going to look at today. And are they not encouraging? God has promised to give us the shield of his salvation. Never forget just how wonderful it is to be saved. I mean that. Don't forget how wonderful it is to be saved. Jesus' gift of salvation is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, you know, this ain't the jelly of the month club. And aren't you thankful it isn't? His, his right hand upholds you and sustains you. That's a promise right there worth remembering. His gentleness, his gracious response when you pray makes you great. Yeah, I may have, like probably most of us on this planet, at times wanted to be some kind of great. Um, I'm such an introvert that this probably is like great at being the best ever sit in your home and read books kind of a thing. I'm the greatest at that. Or I really wanted to be a, a, a good mom. Um, I don't know that I wanted the world to tell me I was great, but I wanted... And I didn't really want my kids to tell me, Mom, you're great. I just wanted to be great at it because it was important to me to do that work well. At times, we've all wanted to be some kind of great. Uh, but isn't it wild to consider that God wants to make his people great? He has a form of greatness for each one of us. And we can attain it when we let him be God and we get on out of his way. Let him work. Let him act on your behalf. Expect the Holy Spirit to counsel you, guide you, instruct you, remind you what the Word of God says, to bless you, to shore you up, strengthen you daily. And I mean that every single day, the Holy Spirit wants to give you the strength that you need to lead you on step by step. He is literally walking you home and he wants it to be a wonderful walk home. Let him do his best work in your life with the least possible resistance from you because your father knows best. And he only wants the very best for you. Let him make you great, whatever he determines that to look like. And he promises to enlarge the path beneath us and make our steps secure. Why? So that our feet will not slip. Let's start praying this verse and believing that God will answer this prayer like over and over again. Lord, enlarge the path beneath me. If it's where you intend for me to be walking, as in living out my daily life, would you enlarge the path where my feet trod, just as your word says that you will do? Will you make my steps secure? 
if I'm nodding your will in any area of my life, would you just show me and direct me to the right path? Will you keep me from any and all missteps? May my feet never slip. No stones be in my path, no rocks in my shoes, no twisted ankles, no potholes on the path of my life. That's a good prayer because it's based on the word of God. He put it in the Bible for us to read and to believe. We don't just read it. We let it read us. We don't just read the Bible. We let the Bible read us. We show our level of belief when we pray. Did you know that? Your level of belief will show up in the way that you pray. That's just the truth. That's just the way it is. There's no way around it. If you don't really believe what God has said in his word, that becomes very evident when you pray. Now, you can be in a group setting and you can pray all the right kinds of prayers using the right phraseology, yada, yada, yada. You can do that. But you know what I'm talking about. Like when you, it's just you and God and you're really praying or really not praying, like half-hearted or zero-hearted kind of praying. What you believe about what God has said in his word, that is evident when you pray. So let's pray with belief, with hope, with expectation, with trust, and with hearts that truly love the Lord our God more and more and more as we get closer and closer to eternity. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up today, but I do want to mention that if you would like any info about the launch of the upcoming podcast, the prayer podcast with Jan L. Burt, you can sign up on my email list and I'll share two ways to do that. One is via a quiz, which is about which promise from the Bible is your promise. And that link, it's going to be at the bottom of down in the show notes down at the bottom with some other links. Um, But I'll also put it right up at the very top because on some apps, like if I open Spotify, only part of my show notes show up and you can't ever see what's at the bottom. So I'm going to put it at the top too. And another way is via my website. That first page you land on when you type in J-A-N-L-B-U-R-T.com, right there is an invite to sign up. And I'm actually going to change the wording for that sign up to kind of mention the new podcast. So you'll know that you're in the right place. And um, I don't like over email. I don't hyper email. I'm not a I'm not, a, I guess you could say I'm not a very good emailer just a couple times a month. So don't expect to get a whole lot from, from me like when you sign up. But I am planning on sending out a link to each new episode of the new podcast. So um, they're probably, once that show launches, the prayer podcast, you can expect an email with a link to the new episode every week. So, okay, that's my, that's my plan for emailing. And I would love to have you um, on the email list so you can know what's coming up when. Pray some big, bold, daring prayers this week. And I'd love to hear how God moves in answer to your prayers. So feel free to share prayer requests or praises with me. As always, you can email me at janlbert at outlook.com. And uh, I pray for those prayer requests that I get there. I read them all. I pray for them. I pray for them as soon as I get them. When I read them, and sometimes I don't have have the ability to immediately respond, but I want you to know if you email me, I will respond, and I do pray. I do pray, and I pray big, bold, believing, daring prayers on your behalf, and I'm blessed to pray for you. Find yourself somebody who will stand with you in prayer. It's a gift from the Lord, and every gift God has for us, we want that. We want to grab that, grab hold of it, and not let go, because that's the goodness of the Lord toward us here in the land of the living. See you next time. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.
I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time. Thank you.